Hello, one and all, hello. How are we all this fine evening? It is Wednesday, the 25th of January on the evening that I record this world-renowned, <laughs> internationally famous podcast. <laughs> I would take myself seriously. How are we? Uh, thank you very much for joining us this evening on the Woe Pony podcast. My name is Grace Clark, and um, it took me well over an hour to get to the studio today. I can't even begin to describe the level of traffic that there was. I had to get off of the bus twice for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. I waited about 10 minutes for a bus and then three came along at once. And then I had to get off of two of them. I on- honestly don't know what is happening tonight in London, southwest London to be specific. But we love it. We're here at Riverside Radio and thank you very much for joining us. Um, this is the Woe Pony podcast. And as per usual, I bring you... Tales, stories that I found on the internet of random things and in typical Woe Pony fashion, they're always a bit weird, a bit bizarre and a bit out there. Today's topic of the week is monster-in-laws. Now to describe that and be a bit more specific, because I was just speaking to my colleague uh, Nick McCluskey who was just in the studio before me, did a great show, he didn't know what monster-in-laws were, so I shall explain for you. Monster-in-laws are (laughs) mother-in-laws. Um, but specifically, coming from the term bridezillas that we've looked at before, you know, bad brides, very demanding. Monster-in-laws are the next branch of that, where you have very demanding mother-in-laws that want to have it their way, do horrible things, and I've got some truly twisted tales to share with you this evening. Some of them long, some of them short and sweet, so we're in for the ride together. How are you? Are you all okay? Are you doing well listening at home? Let's all take a deep breath together. And just exhale any negative energy. It's the new year and, and we're still riding that train to bigger and better things. I'm, uh, I'm in a good, positive mood. I've had quite a slow day. Did quite a bit of reading. I'm reading Harry Potter at the moment because I never read it before. Loved the films, grew up on them, but never read them before. So did a lot of reading, planned the show, and um, that's all I can say on my day, really. It's been quite a slow one. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. Before we go on to our topic of the week, let's go on to one more track if you're listening on the radio. And if you're listening on the podcast, we will be read a book. Welcome back to the Woe Pony podcast. Oh. So last week, if you listened to the episode uh, It's My Birthday, episode two of series three, or indeed if you watched it on the YouTube channel, then you'll have heard and seen all about my... Can you hear that outside? It's rain. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but it's absolutely chucking it down outside love that love that for me um i think i've got a brolly but anyway back to uh, what i was just talking about sorry i'm heavily distracted clearly 
last week I was wearing a cap and it repeatedly attacked the microphone. I don't know what was wrong. I don't know who irked it. It was upset, but it just kept attacking the microphone. Now, you'd have thought from that experience that I would have learned, but today I'm wearing a different cap and um, it just hit the microphone again. Admittedly, I'd say it's a smaller brim. I'd say it's a smaller... What's this called at the top? Not too sure. Brim? Yeah, it must be called a brim. But it did just hit the microphone and I did have a moment where I thought, I'm going to flip this table. (laughs) I don't know why I don't learn, but from the sounds of the rain outside... I'm probably going to need it, aren't I? So anyway, moving on. Uh, Today's topic of the week is monster-in-laws. For those who don't know, monster-in-laws are mother-in-laws that are quite difficult. And I found some stories online that I want to share with you this evening. Some of them are outrageous. Some of them are weird. Some of them are frightening. So without further ado, I think we should just go into them. Now, the ones that I've got before the half past, if you're listening on the radio, are quite long. So let's strap in. I hope you've got a cup of tea. If not, why not make one while you're listening to the stories now and just relax into it? (laughs) Okay, let's go. Woo! My son is four months old. I'm very intentional about the products coming into our home and the baby's life. This means looking for the safest items, gender-neutral and organic clothing, as well as non-toxic and educational toys. We also try to limit the number of unnecessary items in our home. Sounds a lot like my sister. Maybe she wrote this. (laughs) Well, my mother-in-law could be considered a hoarder. Every room in her home is packed with stuff. Every day since my son was born, she has bought him something. Her entire guest bedroom is filled with baby clothes and toys, most of which we won't even be able to use until he's older. On top of all of that, these products are nothing like what we kindly requested. My husband has nicely told her to stop several times, but there's no end in sight. Today she brought him a a jogging stroller, after we just brought him one and he doesn't need multiple, a basketball hoop and scooter, It will be years before he's able to use a scooter. (laughs) We've tried to tell her to clear things with us before buying them, but it makes her mad. Anytime I try to tell her the reason I prefer specific brands or products over another, she makes comments about my expensive taste. I'm a veterinarian who worked very hard to be where I'm at, so if I want to spend my money on items I feel are best for my son, I can. It's getting to a point where I'm super angry and resentful. Well, lots to unpack here. Lots to unpack here, kiddos. The baby's only four months old. And she's got him a present every single day. So let's just say on average that's 31 days in a month times four. Can anyone do that maths for me? (laughs) That is a lot of presents. Sometimes I think that hoarders expand and branch out and they try to to get other houses to hoard you know I I think they've got so much to hoard that they then grow and um, you very kindly ask for certain specific things which I totally get this story does sound exactly like my sister (laughs) Katie if you wrote in with this please let me know (laughs) that is a lot of stuff a lot of stuff Um, probably get to the point where you're just going to have to throw stuff away without telling her I do get the 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 nice 
thought behind it, the good intentions, but that's just so much stuff. And you've already got a little baby. Yeah, it's it's not. Why would you buy give a baby a basketball hoop? <laughs> Unless she's going to slam dunk the baby into the hoop itself. What's the point? Save your money. Save it for the baby. Put the money that you spend on every present for the baby into a nice ISA account. You know, other accounts are available. Put it into a nice account for the baby and then when they're older, they can spend it on stuff they need, like a laptop for university, driving lessons. That's all I've got to say on that one. (laughs) Let's move on to the next one. Probably one of the wisest suggestions I've ever made in my life. Okay. I caught my mother-in-law in a major lie. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, fixing my hat. I'm sitting up. Okay. I caught my mother-in-law in a major lie. My fiancé and I have been together for eight years and I've always felt that she doesn't like me. Back in May of 2020, he had a plan to propose to me, which involved taking a trip. You were taking trips in 2020 in May? Okay. He had told his mother of his plan and the day before we were supposed to leave for our trip, she suddenly came down with appendicitis. We obviously cancelled our trip. She had surgery to have her appendix taken out and my partner picked her up from the hospital and took her home. Since it was COVID, no one could be in the hospital with her. Oh, so you couldn't go into the hospital, but you could go on a trip? (laughs) Anyway, anyway, I'm over it, I'm over it. I found out her lie because I worked at a doctor's office, which she attended. The emergency room faxed over the report from her hospital stay. When I handed the report to the doctor, I told the him that she'd had her appendix taken out. Ten minutes later, he called me into his office and corrected me. He told me that the report she had gone to the hospital... He told me that the report said she had gone to the hospital for back pain and that there was no surgery. (gasps) She lied! I kept this to myself because I didn't want to upset my fiancé. Then the other night, she called with major stomach pains and cramps, so we took her to the ER and lo and behold, she had appendicitis. I asked the doctor if the appendix can grow back. (laughs) Because she had had her appendix taken out in May of 2020. Her face turned white and my fiancé had to walk out of the room. You got caught, Brenda. You got caught. Ooh. It's nice when things come together, really. That's um, so, so cheeky. She clearly just didn't want them to go on that trip, so she lied. And they found out. If you're going to tell a lie, lie so well that the FBI are never going to find out. Lie so well that James Bond is going to come looking for her and ain't never going to find it. Do you know what I mean? Or else don't even bother. There's little errors here that you knew you were going to get found out. Your daughter-in-law works in a doctor's office. And you went to that doctor's office. Some people. Honestly. Honestly. (laughs) Can an appendix grow back, doctor? (laughs) Love that. I bet in that moment she felt so powerful. She nailed her. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the last one before we go to the half past adverts and then indeed part two i am happily married now however my mother-in-law is a whole other story okay after our wedding my father-in-law's health declined and he went into a coma 
My husband and I paid 100% of his parents' expenses from the US by working three jobs each. My mother-in-law lied about the cost. She told us that her husband needed certain meds and would ask us to send more money. But she would then use the money to fund local trips that she hid from us. (gasps) That is so evil. She ordered a new TV, microwave, fridge and phone. When we visited India and asked her about the new items, she would tell us she got them in an exchange offer or that she'd sold her jewellery to buy them. My naive husband believed her. Meanwhile, my father-in-law was no longer in a coma, but was paralysed from the chest down. When our kid was born, my mother-in-law insisted that we visit India so her husband could see his grandchild. He had a heart attack and his health worsened. My husband was the only one paying the bills at this point, so we had to go back to the US, but my mother-in-law asked him to let me stay for mental support. When I finally came home, I discovered that she'd stolen money from my bank account in India. She was having an affair and spending the money on her boyfriend. My father-in-law passed away and she came to stay with us in the US for a few weeks, at which point I finally broke down and told my husband everything. I had proof and family members who witnessed her behaviour and saw her with the boyfriend. Guys, gals and everyone in between, that was a bit much. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. (laughs) That was just, gosh, what a horrible person, let alone mother-in-law. Oh, I just can't even believe it. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, Actually, I've got one more story before the half past. I thought I only had three. But lo and behold, I've surprised myself with my prior planning. So I'll quickly read this one because I actually can't even comment on the last one. I don't even know what to say. Okay. So the next one says, I had a cringe pregnancy announcement because of my mother-in-law. Okay. It went something like this. Father-in-law and mother-in-law came into our yard for a barbecue. My husband was in the yard wearing an I'm going to be a dad shirt. It took them a moment, but they realised what was happening. It was 3pm on a Sunday, and I noticed right away that my mother-in-law was beyond wasted. (laughs) So the following questions and comments ensued. How many times did you have to try before you got pregnant? What day did you conceive? Especially what day, I need to know. Did you do a certain position? Try your best not to gain too much weight. I lost weight when I was pregnant. Does your mother even care that you're pregnant? Why didn't you tell me sooner? What are you going to name the baby? When did you stop birth control? And finally she said, I can't believe you did this behind my back in a very angry voice, followed by tears. She then cried for 25 minutes, saying, I'm going to hold that baby so tight over and over. She was too upset to eat after that, so they left. Okay. Well, don't really know what you want me to say about that one. Let's um, move on to some jams to have a boogie to. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, we'll be root boogs. 
Look, I'll be honest, I wasn't entirely ready to come back because I was having a bit of a boogie to that last song, okay? I'm not going to feel shame for it. It's a great song. Sour Candy by Lady Gaga there, if you were listening on Riverside Radio. Welcome back to the Woe Pony podcast. My name is Grace Clark and thank you very much for joining me today. Today's topic of the week is monster in-laws. For those who don't know... I'll explain. There's no harm in knowing. I didn't realise that people wouldn't know, but apparently they don't. Monster-in-laws are mother-in-laws that are monsters. Okay. Okay, so I found some stories. I shared um, some long, detailed ones, which were pretty horrific in part one. (laughs) And then now I've got some more or less short and sweet ones for part two before we wrap it up for today's um, show. I just laughed because wrap it up is an inside joke between me and my long-standing co-host Joshua Bowness and if you're listening to this Josh I hope that made you giggle (laughs) okay so let's move on to some stories I think now that the cleaner has gone I think appreciate the work that they do but they were a little bit noisy in my first part and I thought I was going to cry it was a bit distracting but never mind never mind here we are here we are so let's move on to some stories I was hosting Thanksgiving dinner and spent about seven to eight hours cooking. My mother-in-law showed up with duplicate dishes of just about everything I made. We told her to only bring two dishes tops. When I commented that we had a lot more food than I was expecting, she said, well, we don't really need to put yours out, do we? Just put yours in the freezer. Some people are rude dinner guests. She's the host. Don't tell her to put her food in the freezer. Anyway, I don't have time to get really het up about these ones today. (laughs) Uh, Next one says, my mother-in-law keeps in regular contact with several of my husband's exes through Facebook and will call them with updates. Despite him telling her to stop, She even tried to reunite my husband with one particular ex who had cheated on him. Okay. It's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) I just don't understand the logic. Some people are a bit strange. I mean, well. My ex-mother-in-law dyed her hair to match mine and was obsessed with my chest size. To the point where she asked what size cup I was because she wanted an augmentation. Why? Why? That. That's so strange. (laughs) That's so weird. Okay, I won't even go into why that's weird. That's just so weird. Okay, next one. I was a bridesmaid in a wedding and my mother-in-law said, the bride did such a nice job of choosing dresses because even you look good in this. (laughs) These really wind me up, you know. (laughs) They really wind me up. Oh, gosh. Okay. Next one, my ex-mother-in-law gave me a religious video about how women must learn to forgive after my ex-husband cheated on me. The thing that I want to just briefly discuss is why do they get so involved? Why do they need to be so involved? I don't think my mum would ever get this involved with any relationship that I had. This is just bizarre. 
Why do you need to give you two cents? It's interesting that we say two cents even in England when we don't use cents. Do we say two p? What do we say? Two two quid? What? <laughs> what do we say? Do we do we say anything else? Two two bit two piece. Give your opinion. <laughs> what do we say? I don't know. Uh, well, that's going to play on my mind all night long. I, I shan't be able to sleep. <laughs> it's just, I just don't understand, like, all of these. So, with with the Thanksgiving dinner, the first one, why, why do you need to get involved? Why can't you just trust that... You don't even need to trust. Just go along and have a nice time. Why are you assuming there's not going to be any food? Was there a prior incident that happened? And then to have the cheek to say, we'll just put yours in the freezer... No, you put yours in the bin, Brenda. Honestly. And then why? Why would you stay in contact with your daughter's... No, your your, your son's exes, including ones that have cheated on your son? I just... I can understand if you might be friends, but I think it's a little bit strange because it's multiple... The one that's upsetting me the most is the one that dyed her hair and got a boob job to match to match her daughter-in-law. That's frightening on a psychological scale. <laughs> anyway, those are my two cents. I don't know. <laughs> those are my two p, two pound, two bit opinion thoughts on those ones. I think some of these stories are so odd and concerning to me that I that I've lost the will to have proper thoughts in my mind. <laughs> Let's go on to one more before we end the show for this week. Uh, this one says, while getting ready to eat at my ex-mother-in-law's house, I went to grab a steak and my ex-mother-in-law said, no, not that one. As I bit into the steak that she gave me, it tasted funny. I took a few more bites and couldn't eat anymore. My ex-mother-in-law took my plate away and was very upset with me. Within 20 minutes, I was in the bathroom, questioning if I had been purposefully given food poisoning. She gave you food poisoning. She poisoned you. She she poisoned you. (laughs) She poisoned you in a legal way. Is it legal to food poison people? Accidentally, it's not illegal, is it? I don't know. If you know, comment below if you're watching on the YouTube channel or just write in. Is it illegal to food poison people? Because it's an accident, but she did it on purpose. She poisoned you! Oh my goodness me. I love that she said, no, no, not that one. Have this one. (gasps) But with steak, though, you can have steak blue, can't you? Yeah, you can have steak blue. So, that must have been some bad steak. Some bad beef. <laughs> I can't read these anymore. Um, what an interesting topic of the week. They, they, they've they wound me up more than I thought that they would because I just don't understand why they've got to be so involved. I, I just don't... Uh, the, the logic isn't there for me. Uh, it's the poisoning for me. <laughs> 
But anyway, on on that note. Thank you very much for joining us today on the White Pony Podcast. Uh, my name has been Grace Clark indeed. And today my hat only hit the microphone once. So the other hat must either be really big, my head was bigger last week, or I've shrank, or maybe all of the above, who'll know. Please follow us on the socials, at Waypony Podcast, and myself, uh, at Grace and Megan Clark. Have a blessed week until I see you next, and thank you very much for joining me. Good night, mummy. <laughs>